0: Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Transatlantic Terror. It was written by John Hook, and he is also our game master. This is episode two. Our recap will be given by David Gasway as his character, Richard Rockefeller. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. David?
1: Thanks, Tom. yeah. Uh- Let's see here. I, I thought it was going to be a pretty uh, normal voyage. Saturday night, I cleaned a Texan out at poker. He won't play with me again. And then Sunday, ran into some of the gang, uh, which was nice. Good to see Catherine. And then we ran into Taft, that old boar. Um, But he bragged about dinner with the captain, so we got in on that, which was hilarious. And met this older woman named Osterman, who was with him in some regard. And then I cleaned up at Bridge, that was $84, even got some money from Catherine, which is impressive. And around that time, Gusty noticed this Austrian awesome woman arguing with another old bitty down the hallway, which was sort of interesting. Uh, let's see, I got no money from Gusty at Skeet, but I took George for 50 that was good and then gusty tracked down the uh, the old woman who talked to osterman and got a very, very funny story this woman insists that she and osterman are old close friends and traveling companions but osterman has nothing to do with her and won't even acknowledge that she knows who she is which is pretty peculiar we go looking for taft in that regard taft doesn't answer his door We go to find Osterman and she will barely open her door and it's really quite rude for a rather plebeian passenger. And so we get the doctor to open up Taft's room and Taft isn't in it. So Catherine and I have a standing bet that the Dodd woman's crazy. I give her double or nothing, but then when the Osterman acts weird, she agrees to make it an even odds. Now that Taft is missing, we start betting on whether or not he's dead. Uh, and still, uh, or an, or whether is an imposter. I get George down for 100 on the imposter thing. Uh, no, Gusty for 100 and George for 50. So I'm going to clean up on this. Except we go to find the creepy uh, stewards that took Taft to his room when he was all bloated and unconscious last night. I they didn't show up for work today. George and I go down to see Dak which was not as vile as you'd think. We've got the stewards' permission, so we go into their stateroom, you know, doubled up in a little box. It smells like the back end of a zoo. And uh, these stewards are wall. They left their crappy suitcases completely empty. Really no sign of human habitation. And it seems like they had a big snake in there or something, because on one of the... I guess you can call it a mattress. On one of the pallets, I found these two, I don't know, lizard or fish scales, really very odd, as if they'd smuggled a python on board. So it's looking to be a profitable and interesting voyage after all.
2: Very good, very, very good. Uh, All right, so. George and Richard were checking the, uh, the room on C-Deck. And at that same time, what was uh, uh, Gusty and Catherine doing?
0: Hmm.
3: Well, you were going to go ask the, uh, the ship's de- inspector about something.
0: Correct. We were going to t- meet the ship's detective. Yeah.
2: Ship's detective. Yes, yes, yes. Um yes. Yeah. So you go to his office and you meet uh Reginald Reginald Fenster. Uh he's um he's uh you know a, a middle-aged man. Uh looks like he's in his early 40s, early to mid-40s. Um, he's got dark hair, blue eyes, clean shaven. Um and uh yeah, and he has a bit of a um, English accent to him, so uh, he says, uh, yes, how, how can I help you?
0: Well, um, oh, this is uh, Miss Kennedy, Catherine Kennedy, and I'm Augustine Vanderbilt. We have a bit Ple- of a pose- pleased to make
2: your acquaintance.
0: We have a bit of a poser for you. Um, some odd things have been going on, on board the ship. Um, I don't know. Have if some of
2: the ruffians from lower decks uh, gotten up here?
0: Well, <clears throat> not exactly sure. See, um, i cuff them our, in the ears. Our friend, uh, well, to be honest, not so much friend, Mr. Taft, uh, relation to the previous president, uh, Taft, um, he was at dinner last night and felt rather queasy, became rather, um, we thought, drunken. But to be perfectly honest, he could have been drugged. Uh, There's a woman on board, Miss Osterman, who accompanied him along with two of the lower deck, uh, what do I want to say, statesmen or? um, Stewards. Stewards. uh, Back to his room. Now, none of this we actually saw, but that's what they, we saw them leave. You see.
2: Ah, I see. I see. I see.
0: Uh, later, I noticed a rather a uh, handsome woman. Um, I thought at first she was arguing with Miss Osterman, but as it turned out, she was actually um, an acquaintance of Missus Oster of Miss Osterman. And I spoke to her the next day. She said that Miss Osterman. Was acting as if she didn't know who she was, and she said they'd been longtime companions. They traveled the world together, and and now, Mister. So is Taft, the
2: old is the old lady causing problems? I can't see how that well, would be.
0: She's possible. That, she's claiming that Missus Osterman is not Missus Osterman, and Mister. Taft oh, huh. is, is now missing.
2: Uh-huh. So your friend Taft had been drinking. Have you checked the infirmary? Maybe We've he's actually still...
0: We've actually checked the entire ship. We went to the infirmary first thinking he was there. We went to his apart his uh cabin and he wasn't there either. Uh we did a cursory uh search of decks 1 and 2 and we couldn't find him. Uh and uh, the fact that he seemed to be involved with this Miss Oss Aust- Mrs. I don't know if it's Miss or Mrs. Osterman. And then this other incident with Mrs. Osterman not being who she claimed to be.
2: Yes, well, I'm they do a pretty good job on checking tickets. I'm fairly sure that she is who she claims to be. At least I make that assumption. I could Look into that if you would so like, but uh, I just feel like something what, funny is it the uh, is it
3: no? I, I, uh, yes, ma'am. Something there was two very strange stewards who who brought Taft back down to his roof to his rooms. Uh, um, the beard, and now Taft is missing, and we can't find and we can't find the bearded stewards anywhere either. So, all three of them have have disappeared. And the uh, mm. those two, I mean, you mentioned ruffians about uh, on the ship, those two have. I have a bad feeling about them. And now that they're gone and our uh, acquaintance Taft is now missing as well and they were the last ones uh, he was in their charge, uh, I am very concerned.
2: Yes, well, we should probably check with the chief steward in the inquiry office about the stewards. That's not my purview, really, unless, again... Yes,
3: but we, we, we we asked him about those two stewards and he said that they were hired on because of Miss Osterman's yes. uh, insistence. Hmm. It seems very and odd. And that, that, that is why she's, she, that's why she's kind of uh, worth mentioning in, in this case, since the stewards that she insisted on having hired onto the ship are now the last people that have seen poor Joseph, and now they are missing as well. Right. Um,
2: so then he gets out a notepad and pencil and he says uh all right can you give me uh, a description of what uh, mr taft you say taft t-a-f-t yes. yes okay and to be, can you describe mr taft and he's going to take notes on that we do that we describe and then, the, the story well, portly comes. And then he asks, Yeah, portly fellow oh yes all right. and then uh and then he also asked for descriptions of each of the stewards and uh and he says And then he goes, let me get this straight. Is Mrs. Osterman also missing? No. Ah, okay. But she's highly
0: Uh, reluctant to deal with us.
2: Yes, Um, well, I'm, you know.
0: um, Now, to be perfectly honest on two counts, none of us are very fond of Mr. Taft. But we wouldn't want to see him
2: murdered, you understand. And Um, do you have reason to believe that he's been murdered? Or that that his life is in danger?
0: that he's missing and he's a rather annoying asshole of a man.
2: Mr. Um, Vanderbilt, if I may, um, I think it's probably far too soon to suspect any kind of foul play. This is a rather large ship and um, there are many, um, shall we say, amenities available to gentlemen, if you know what I mean, on the lower decks. It may be possible that he may be uh, simply taking his uh, passage on a lower deck.
0: Well, don't get me wrong. Our concern is only because we kind of know his habits, but uh, you are correct. I mean, we could be wrong. If we're wrong, then there's no harm in this. But I should also say that a couple of our other associates have gone looking for him on the lower decks.
2: Yes, well may I also please admonish you in that leave the investigations to the professionals. Uh, but, um, I can, uh, poke around and see if I can find uh, Mr. Taft. I have a couple of places in the lower decks I could, uh, ask around there's, uh, certain, um, as I said, certain services are available on the lower decks that, uh, are, clearly not available here in first class um i could check and see if that uh, mr taft may be um you know s- you know slumming if you will uh and see if there's anybody down there that has uh, seen him and um well that's I'll...
3: much appreciated sir
2: right. yes yeah so again well I sh- I i'll i'll defer any uh thing with the stewards to the uh, chief steward and uh and then i suppose um uh if i have time i will uh look and see if i can uh talk to mrs osterman but uh, please don't worry about this any longer enjoy the voyage Take in some skeet shooting or shuffleboard it's um have you been to the turkish bath it's amazing Thank you for your yes, time and bringing this to my attention. Thank you.
0: Well, Catherine, I don't think that we're done. No. Around. <laughs> well,
3: well, Gusty, you read too much Agatha Christie. You can't be throwing the word murder around a willy-nilly.
0: Well, it would be like saying, going to a doctor and saying, oh, there might be somebody sick on board the ship. There might be.
2: Uh, So it is uh, Monday, June 18th, and uh, the wedding is tomorrow, Um, and the day is getting on, uh, and so we're actually approaching uh, tea time, or as Americans would call it, dinner time. Um, uh, So we all
0: meet back up for tea. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So how did you guys do below the decks? Oh, well, how wow. What was it like? Did it smell? Indeed.
1: I mean, in general, it wasn't so repellent, but uh, their quarters were, I would say, uh, a little vile, wouldn't you, George? Mm.
4: Uh, reptilian in nature, almost.
1: Well, and have a look at these. And I produced the scales in a wooden matchbox. This is pretty much all that the um, odd Near Eastern stewards left behind. We need to get their names, by the way, uh, from the chief steward or somewhere.
0: Could these be fish scales, large fish scales?
1: I, that's what they look like to me and the size of them. But also the room smelled not of fish, but more like, um, you know, the herpetology uh section of of a zoo you know a little a little nitrogenous
0: uh no it's quite an un- a, a, a unmistakable smell
1: it is distinct and it, it's not fishy so my thought was that they had smuggled well, a giant python aboard or something
0: dear that would be dangerous Which means
1: now we think in osterman's stateroom there's taft two uh Unkempt stewards and a giant reptile,
0: or we have Osterman, the two uh stewards, and a very, very fat python. <laughs> do you think that? A snake well, if, could it's, really if be he's fat enough, he'd make it fine. I, I see. Do you think a I mean, really no snake that could be large enough. My dear, you go. <laughs> we keep talking.
2: Captain, well, please. Also, if I may interject, um, uh, the chief steward who.
1: Barkley, is it?
2: Uh, Barkley is the captain. Uh, the chief steward, who's, uh, whose name I made up on the fly, so I don't remember it now. Uh, but he did give you the names of the two um, unusual and, and recent hires. They're the, two, they're the two most recent hired stewards because they came uh, at the request of Mrs. Osterman uh, when y'all were leaving New York. Uh, but those two stewards, uh, their names are Daniel Kelly and Lester Shaw. And the
1: steward was Carl Bertram.
2: uh, Carl Bertram, Bertram, okay.
1: So Kelly and Shaw, they didn't look like a Kelly or Shaw to me.
0: No, uh, wouldn't that be Irish or Scottish?
2: And uh, let me see here. Um, uh, Kelly Uh, is the one with the handlebar mustache, and Shaw was the very tall gentleman with the very large black beard.
1: Yes, yeah, he looked like an Irishman, very much like George Bernard Shaw. Quite, I buy that. No, false passports, as well as everything else. This Osterman has a lot to answer for. Anyone care to bet that she'll be in the brig before we reach Belfast?
0: I don't know. I wish there was a way we could catch her in a lie. Well,
1: she has to leave her stateroom eventually, unless she takes all her meals there.
2: um you have noticed that um uh it just from recollection you I mean because we are you know three days into this voyage now uh that osterman does uh show up for uh tea time di- the evening meal uh, she typically is not present for um breakfast or uh, the lunch or what they call the dinner meal the lunchtime meal she typically isn't there then but she does um um because maybe it's you know occasion calls for it you know it's the fine dress it's the it's it's the meal of the day you know it's the time the social hour is when everyone kind of comes out and comes to the uh, comes to tea time right Uh, so she does show up for that and and it's it's right at that time now
1: do you think if we let her enter the tea first we can get a steward to seat us next to her then she can't really flee us without
0: making a little bit of a scene. Right.
4: That sounds like a splendid idea.
0: Have we... I guess I possibly I do read too much, but have we seen her during the daytime?
2: You may make a... a, You may attempt, or anyone may attempt, assuming assuming you ask that question out loud of your companions, Mm -hmm. anyone may attempt a hard idea roll.
0: Ooh,
4: 11. You asked for it, you got it.
0: Uh, I got a 33 out of 85, yes, hard. Uh,
2: those with the successful hard idea roll realize that uh, negative. Um, you have not encountered Mrs. Osterman um, during the day out on the deck, you know, really pretty much anywhere it's usually it's it's you know sun is getting low on the horizon you know and by the time the tea service the dinner tea service is completed um the sun is set you know and then it's it's Mm -hmm. evening i mean because it is it is typically a a five course uh tea meal you know dinner meal right uh so that takes time and by the time you guys are done with uh, with that the sun has set
4: yeah, so, which, which does include jen uh Stuart, my jen's running a
2: little dry yes sir yes sir right away sir
0: so rocky what are the odds that she's a vampire uh
1: gusty now you're if you're moving from agatha christie or augusty to bram stoker already how far will we get by uh friday H.G. Wells or B.I.? I was just
0: going to say time traveling. Yeah, of very
1: good. Um, if, uh, if, if we find that um, the uh, mysterious Madame Osterman is a creature of the night, uh, I'll give you, uh, I'll take $200 at five to one. You can make a clear grand. But I get to sell the rights to the newspapers.
0: Odds. Uh, odds that we've actually found a real life vampire are probably a billion to one. I'll, I'll pass on that. I was joking
3: mostly. Well, after you find your vampire, you can uh, be make yourself comfortable in the center of the earth uh, with your...
0: <laughs> I, I don't care for mushrooms.
1: And and Kate, we'll uh, I'll discuss with you at, at private. Uh, now that I've realized that Agatha Christie is short for gusty, or rather expanded. We have a, another wager I'll discuss with you in secret.
0: Oh, so so, I'm not really content on letting this detective do what he's doing.
1: It didn't sound like he was terribly interested.
0: Well, he's probably, you know, it's an easy job. He gets to ride around on a cruise ship. And he might also
1: it. like going down to E-Deck and visiting the uh, houses of ill repute or whatever he is that what you think he there? was
0: talking about prostitution um, they, i'm sorry I, Catherine, I didn't mean to bring that up
3: i wasn't raised in a bubble you know i know what i'm aware of the existence of such uh, people
0: oh that's right you're Catherine. <laughs> Um, now
1: then, how do we proceed? We find, we have, we have, uh, we have, we'll be briefly interrupted by the silly wedding tomorrow. Other than that, we have a few days to figure out what's happened to old Taft and where the, uh, where Kelly and well, Shaw have gotten one, to.
4: Once uh, we can confirm uh, her out of her room, Osterman, we can uh, maybe arrange a way to take a peek inside. Oh, That's
1: George,
4: true. you are a devil after all. Just thinking, this might, this might uh, answer a few questions.
0: I think we should make sure that we get the detective distracted on the other end of the ship, though, at the same time.
4: We should be able to uh, pass, uh, you know, convince one of the uh, maids to uh, let us in. Just break
1: the door. Or yeah, I think longer. we don't want any accomplices among the staff
0: the okay. doors are the doors on the ship are not that strong.
4: Yeah, I think we could get a lot of answers solved that way, or we could simply uh, as if there's a if they're making up the bed and such while she's out to tea, one evening.
0: I'm making an assumption there, actually, uh, GM. Um, it's probably all wood.
2: Yes, less, so less it's. I mean yeah. these are these are solid wood doors. There's not plywood. Um so right.
0: but the little little locks are probably just little brass locks.
2: Yeah, they're I mean
0: they're not like big steel doors with no. <laughs> so.
1: what will be clear is that it's been broken into. That's the problem.
0: Yes, but they as long as nobody knows who did it.
1: I'm no raffles. I can't leave the door closed and have it be uh and of course, if we find those stewards inside, we'll have to fend them off. That uh, Kelly or she, one of the one's giant.
2: I
0: wonder if there's a connecting door.
2: Hmm. Interesting. If your own been? if your own rooms are any kind of template, then there is not. Okay.
4: And are we on a similar area of the ship? Absolutely. Okay, well that's a uh, stance to reason and that would be the there's no like it's deck, on plan. The
1: deck doesn't mean it's gross.
0: Well, I'm willing to distract whichever one of them you want.
2: Might be, uh
4: do we see her here yet
0: for uh
4: for so,
2: so you guys are, are approaching the uh, dining room? Right. Okay. Uh give me a gloop a gloop a group luck roll, please.
0: Who's got the lowest luck? I've got don't 55. All eyes,
2: don't all eyes turn to Stu for this. Yeah. Uh, 55? Even
0: 50?
2: 80.
4: Is it me? Or Mr. Rockefeller?
1: Oh, it's, it's you.
4: It is? <laughs> all right. Okay. No wonder I'm always getting taken at the card game.
2: 50, 50, Let
4: us see oh there we go 55 out of 50
2: (laughs) okay uh so yeah you guys approach the dining room and uh you look around uh it's still fairly early so there aren't a lot of tables seated yet uh people tend to trickle in during the first course um which is more of like an order of course uh and You do not see her, so she has not uh, arrived uh, for dinner yet with the assumption that she is coming.
4: Is there a place just outside of the dining area where I can have a smoke and just take my time and have a good view to see if she comes in? Absolutely.
3: You can smoke anywhere you
4: want, George. I'm just thinking of just sort of hanging back so it doesn't look odd that i'm getting up and leaving when she comes in
2: no oh, certainly not again you know the the ship uh prints uh just for the first uh class passengers that uh, complimentary paper it's only about four pages long uh but they they're they're on little tables and and the the hallways the grand hallways are uh staged with little, uh, seating areas here and there, uh, they encourage, um, you know, casual, uh, impromptu groupings of their passengers to enjoy the full extent of the luxury provided to them. You may certainly have a seat and all of you could, you know, uh, mingle in a certain area, um, smoke, have a read of the, uh, ship's newspaper and, um, probably called uh, something to the lines of like White Star News or something like that or White Star Telegraph. That's actually probably what it is going to be called. White Star Telegraph. Um, and uh, and uh, certainly you could uh, just kind of uh, you know casually be over there oh. if that's what you would like to do. Well, ship's not... I
1: think... Go ahead.
2: I was going to say the ship's area is probably not that big. We'd see her come
0: in if she came in.
1: Oh yeah. I think I misspoke I I thought that I I asserted a minute ago that she was uh, that her cabin was on B but she must be on A because they saw her from the lounge isn't that right they saw the argument correct from the lounge so she's on A where most of us are or all of us
2: Um, certainly yeah all of you guys
1: and the door is do they uh, lock by themselves or do you need a key to lock them
2: Uh, You need a key to lock.
1: But it's probably customary with jewelry and whatnot.
2: Yeah, I mean, all of you guys, each of your room keys are these nice, you know, hefty, solid brass, almost like skeleton key type of design.
0: Well, let's mingle and wait for her to come in. And then what are our plans when she comes in for one of us to sneak off? When I see her
4: come in and get seated, since I will stay around here just having a smoke, I will head to her room and enter. Do you think two of us should go? One can keep a lookout? Oh, yes, please. My my reason being is I don't want to be sitting down having tea. She come in and then I get
0: up and leave. That looks odd. Yeah.
2: So if George goes, who wants to go with George?
1: Uh, well, Catherine's the most inconspicuous lookout, but if there are ruffians in there, um, she won't be much help. You're not carrying your Derringer, are you, Dan?
0: I'm not here. Well, except that she can scream bloody murder and uh, people will come running from all over the ship if something happens to George.
3: Yes, I do have that uh, look about me where people are eager to protect.
0: George, Uh, do you have your will all filled out?
1: You do carry that heavy cane and the two of you look respectable.
0: Mm. Uh, George, you pretend to be completely drunk. You can say Mm -hmm. I've... I've forgotten my key, and I had to break oh, into my it, cabin. It sounds
3: like Gusty has the whole plan figured out. Why are you not
0: going, Gusty? I didn't say anything about breaking in, but he did. So, I said that I'd go distract the uh, detective. Why
3: what, what do you think that? Why do you think that he's on the case? He showed very little interest in it earlier. I'm su- I would be shocked if he got around to it so soon.
0: It it seems like my enthusiasm for the mysteries would be the very reason why I would go and pester him completely all the time. Um, And he would think I was just pestering. And I
1: can sit at tea and keep an eye on Osterman and uh, try to intercede with her if she makes a move.
0: Splendid. Let the plans be fulfilled. all right
2: so uh you four are uh loitering in the hall as uh you see mrs osterman uh strolling down and uh uh she actually uh sees you gentlemen and and uh you know does a uh cursory you know tip of the head you know nice a silent nice to see you um and then she continues on to the dining room And she uh, is met by a steward, a normal, clean-cut, young steward, who uh, 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 offers his arm, she takes it, and he guides her to a table, Uh, not the captain's table, but he guides her into the dining room to a table. So,
1: Hello, Kate, do you think I should try to sit with her, or just somewhere I can watch?
2: When
0: her back is to us, I will get up and head towards the detective,
2: wherever his office was. Okay, go into the office. Right. So down on B deck. Okay. Distractor.
0: I assume George then and. Well, well, Richard, uh, I'm
2: sure oh, you. Oh, and you know, the dining room is on B deck. So, oh. um, so yeah. Uh, you guys were probably loitering on B deck to start with, so you know she came down from A and is going over to the dining room. And so now that she's gone in, you're going to go over to the uh, detective's office, right? All right. And then George and Catherine are heading up to A deck to check out her room. Splendid. We don't and have then... to
0: necessarily play this out because I'm just going to pass. You. I'm going to tell them all about Agatha Christie. What do you think? Okay,
2: I'll, I'll bring the camera around to you, all right. uh, and then uh, George and Catherine go up, and then Richard, are you going to uh, go to the dining room?
1: I am, uh, but I, I want uh, now that we've seen her move, should I try to sit with her, or and keep her busy, or shall I just watch her from enough far table?
4: Maybe maybe watch her from afar because won't, she won't become suspicious that way. And then if she oh, starts to oh, but go...
3: Richard can go on and on about topics nobody cares about for hours. Uh, yeah. He could much better occupy her time if he sits with her, I assure
4: you. Uh, we
1: her. might have business interests in common.
4: Yeah, perhaps. Uh, has my gin been refilled yet? Oh, absolutely. Excellent. I will need this for this sortie.
1: Um, Gusty, do you have an opinion? I've got to go in and if I gonna catch a table receive at a table.
0: Oh I thought I had
2: already left. Sure. You are gone. As soon as, as, so, as soon as she turned I, her back and was walking. I away. shall
1: choose surveillance then.
2: All right. Uh so Richard, uh you are met at the door and a steward uh uh says uh you know asks how many are you uh, with are you with a party or anything? And then he he begins to guide you to a, a, a table um, that it's early enough that no one else is at that table, so you have a table by yourself. And, and the room it's, it's, has got about fifty percent population, you know, fifty percent seated now.
1: And I'll just you know, as he's guiding me, I'll where I, I'll see where Osterman is, and I'll say something about I, near a window or not near a window, or something that should put me on a where I can keep an eye on her.
2: You are perfectly seated for that. Uh, You have your back to a wall, and you're able to see her. Uh, Okay, so let's start with George and Catherine. uh, As we follow you guys upstairs, and you head down the hall, and you are now outside of uh, Mrs. Osterman's cabin. try to make short work of this. I'll
4: listen intently for just a moment.
2: All right, give me a listen roll. <laughs>
4: All right. Ooh, that's a good start. Uh at least I think it is. One second. Uh oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay, it is a regular uh regular pass.
2: You hear nothing inside. You feel confident that there's nothing to be heard inside.
4: Okay. Um, Well, I will uh, proceed to just try the door to see if it's
2: unlocked initially. Uh, It is locked. Calmly, quietly. It is locked jiggle of the handle okay. it's locked pretty it's, pretty, large, not, pretty it's probably not even a yeah, knob it's probably large. a lever got
4: it got it okay so what i will do then is uh uh god damn it my keys i'll, I'll try taking the keys i have and and fiddle them into the doorknob Um, uh, and then uh oh god damn it, this is not working then I'll try to lay my full body weight, size and strength into this. And
2: okay. Knock so are so are you attempting to shoulder the door with strength or are you attempting to lock pick with the locksmith skill?
4: Uh, I don't think locksmiths going to be the approach. No, no, oh yeah, definitely. I'm I'm pretty big, pretty strong. I'm kind of a, like a linebacker of a guy, so.
2: Okay, give me a strength roll then, please. All right.
4: Boom. Okay, 36 out of 70. I will spend a point to make that a hard.
2: Oh, excellent. Uh, okay, spend that luck and uh, and yeah, sure enough, the uh, the lock does pop. Um, these are not uh, very strong, and and the uh, the door jam where the, uh, the brass plate that the lock uh, fits into, um, that's where the weakness is. And so when you shouldered it, the door jam um, cracked and that plate, you hear it, uh, that distinct sound of metal striking the floor and bouncing a couple of times. Okay, As car. the door itself and the door handles locking mechanism is fine. It's the it's the female portion of the, of the plate in the door. Oh God, I
4: know exactly what you're talking about. Precisely. Okay. That's
2: what broke out and, uh, and the door swings open and it is, it is uh, dark inside except for one small lamp uh, by the nightstand.
4: Okay. I'll reach for the, uh, the wall switch, which I'm used to in my room. I'm figuring it's very similarly located. It's exactly there. All right, turn it on and god damn it, this key's left back in there. Where's, where's my god? Yeah, so as I'm stumbling in, I, I look around. Do I see anyone? Anything
2: you see, uh, basically a, uh, a room very much like your own. Um, there's a small, like, little personal uh desk, there's a, uh, a small, uh, double, double wide bed and uh and all of these rooms uh because it is a luxury liner have uh private washrooms so there's a small uh attached uh, bathroom and it's it's very small with the the three pieces it's got a small sink a small commode and a shower tub combo uh, or no not a not a tub it, it's just a shower it's a it's a shower stall so it's very very small but you know luxurious for the times um uh, and there is, you know, like a, like a, um, uh, an armoire, a built-in armoire. So, you know, it's really a closet, uh, but it's designed to look like an armoire. And, uh, and there you go. Yeah. And oh, the bed, uh, the bed looks, uh, very, uh, neat. It looks made.
4: Okay. I'll, I'll quickly go to, uh, the drawers and any of that in the bedroom itself.
2: Okay. Catherine, what are you doing? Oh, I'm smoking in the hallway. Oh, you're going to stay outside? Okay. I'm the lookout, after all. Oh, you are the lookout. All right. Okay, so Catherine's in the hall. Although
3: amusing to myself, smoking in the hallway. I'm like, hmm, we never agreed on how I would alert him to somebody coming.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The hoot of an owl. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, George, um, say again what you were going to go do.
4: I'm going to quickly go through the the drawers and underneath the bed, take a... a I'll be looking there first. I'm not okay. like, a, like a vandal. I'm not tearing it to pieces, but I'm just sure. kind of giving brief once-overs.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, so this is... Uh, you find it it's not a very big room. There's not a lot of places to hide things. Uh, so you quickly go through and uh, you open up the armoire um, and there's, uh, one, uh, hardback suitcase in there. Uh, you also notice, uh, there's a, uh, a soft, uh, attache case, uh, laying on the small desk. Oh, interesting. Um, Can it be popped open? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I'll pop it open. I'll use a, a napkin. I have my cocktail napkin to kind of pop it open.
2: So, you open up the attaché, and inside the attaché, uh, it's empty except you hear a couple of things rattling around. You you kind of tip the attaché, and out come um, two uh, vials. Uh, they're probably about four inches long. They look like uh, they look like um, uh, like scientific vials. You know, they're cylindrical with a with a cork in it and in and they're clear glass Uh one one of the vials they look like test tubes that's the word I was uh scrambling for um in one of the vials it contains um an iridescent blue liquid so it kind of shimmers and then the other vial the The liquid inside it is clear, but as you kind of tip it and stuff, it uh, it it ha- almost has like an oily kind of um, uh, viscosity to it, as opposed to water. You know, where water has almost ze- you know zero viscosity. This you can almost see it like smearing the walls of the of the tube as you turn it back and forth. Um, and then the hardback suitcase um, when you you know, like found it in the, in the armoire, it's incredibly light. Um, and as you opened it up, there's only two things inside the, uh, inside the hardback suitcase. One is a, is a fancy hat and one is a mink stole. And then the, everything else in the suitcase is empty. Um, you can give me an idea roll.
4: Uh, okay 76 out of uh oh no just missed it Damn.
2: okay mm. no worries all right so we're gonna the camera's gonna move away from you as you think about what you've uh discovered and uh we're gonna quickly go to uh gusty gusty oh. So the trick you see was that... So the trick you see is was, you go to the door, you go to the detective's okay. door, and there's a small little sign um, on the door. And probably it, it looks like it's, it's something that fairly commonly gets thrown up there, but there's a little sign uh, hanging on a peg on the door that says, Out of Office.
0: Damn it. Well, I'll wander around a bit and see if I see him somewhere. Okay. Where do you want to wander around? I'm just going to do around A and B deck or one and two deck. Okay. Um, if he's downstairs, I'm not that worried.
2: Okay. Um. All right. Uh, give me a spot hidden.
0: <laughs> Ninety two. Not looking that hard.
2: All right. Uh, and so. Uh, that's what uh, the camera sees as it's following you. Then the camera moves again to, uh, to Richard. As uh, Richard is uh, getting into the, uh, the second course, uh, which is uh, the salad course. And um, what, are you, what are you doing in there, Richard? Uh,
1: is, is Osterman's seated steady?
2: she is seated steady yes
1: do you have table mates
2: uh, there are a few people there you don't recognize who they are they're just you know other uh, well-to-do folks and she seems to be um in uh light conversation with them
1: good enough and they're probably at a couple of people at my table by now
2: yes uh you can give me a spot hidden
1: miserable 88
2: okay no worries no worries uh so um you know you also kind of um half in not really you're just doing the cursory Mm-hmm. yes oh that sounds very nice to your tablemates as they try and engage you in conversation but you're yeah. doing everything you can to spend most of your attention uh looking uh down at uh, osterman at her table um And it's so it's because of your kind of slightly distracted uh, attentions that uh, you missed it when um, Mrs. Dodd uh, initially came into the uh, came into the dining room. Um, And so. uh, But your attention is is drawn to Mrs. Dodd as uh, she raises her voice. And she's in the dining room and she's saying, no, no, this is not right. And you can see that she must have been crying. Her eyes are red, her face is wet, and she just, she looks, she looks a little bit out of sorts. And, uh, and she says,
0: you're not my friend. I don't know who you are.
2: And she is approaching Mrs. Osterman and so all the other people at her table are like starting to kind of pull back a bit and Osterman is sitting there and just kind of looking up at her like you are a strange strange woman. And Dodd is sitting there saying, I demand that this imposter be arrested! And to everyone's shock, in fact there's an audible gasp as Dodd grabs Osterman by the hair and begins to start jerking and pulling and she starts pulling Osterman over and she says this is a wig this has got to be fake you're not her and she's manhandling this woman and suddenly butts are out of chairs lots of young men are rushing to the scene and the captain who was at his table he's also gotten up and is rushing over as well
1: yeah i'm joining the throng
2: okay excellent um the uh the captain is saying uh madam 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 please please there's no need for violence please settle down and and uh and give me a psychology you're on mute by the way
1: It would be a miracle. (laughs) Yeah. 92, the other kind of miracle.
2: (laughs) The other kind of miracle. Yeah. um, Yeah. uh, She is, you can see uh, Dodd is standing there staring at her hands. She's like, and she looks flabbergasted. (sighs) Uh,
1: uh, I don't understand. That had to be fake. Pardon me. I, I I met Mrs. Dodd yesterday. Uh, Mrs. Dodd, can I take you to your stateroom, please? <laughs> Obviously, and she
2: back. she falls into your arms.
1: All right. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right, Mrs. Dodd. It's uh, we'll we'll figure this out. Just um, we must. You're gonna. It's. Uh, I, I sort of hustle her out because I want Osterman to go back to her meal for one thing.
2: Mm-hmm. uh yeah and so uh the captain thanks you uh for stepping up and to take uh care of this uh and he says uh please yes uh take her back to her room and uh uh she's uh the captain says I- i'll send the doctor um uh, maybe we can uh, get her a sedative very good
1: thank you captain <clears throat> uh
2: and so he uh he says, uh, thank you, thank you for, for taking care of this. Please, please, everyone, go back to your meals. It's, it's going to be all right. Mrs. Osterman, is there anything I can do to help you? And, and she just kind of starts, you know, uh, give me a spot hidden if you would, please.
1: I was gonna ask how her hair looked. All right, 31, a good roll. It's just a normal.
2: You have a normal success? So she takes her two hands and she kind of starts pushing them through her hair. And um, it was very subtle. But you noticed something, Richard. As she's pushing her hands through her hair, it it just kind of, it's almost like there's a, a ripple effect, you know, in the wake of her hands passing through her hair. There's almost like a rippling effect. And her, her hairdo, it reshapes in a single pass, her hairdo reshapes into the same styling that you've always seen her have. It it was truly uncanny in how it just simply reformed with a simple pass of her hands. More you can make like it was a
1: rubber mask, then
2: if there if this woman was wearing a rubber mask, Mrs. Dodd would have certainly pulled it off.
1: Uh my sand was su- quite successful. I rolled a 15.
2: Okay, you lose nothing. Um but it is but it was definitely
1: and eerie and it was an
2: eerie, unusual sight to kind of see that little and then it's it's all formed back into her perfect quaff. Uh, Mrs. Dodd has a cabin on B deck. So you're not far from her cabin. Um, so you can take her. So while the camera um, uh, kind of sits there and lets you and Mrs. Dodd kind of walking away, um, the camera moves and returns to George and Catherine. Uh, George, so you've uh, discovered a nearly empty suitcase with a fancy hat and stole, mink stole, and an attache case, empty except for these two test tubes, iridescent blue and an oily white, or an oily clear.
4: Hmm, This is is bizarre. Um, And there's no clothes, uh, like, other than that. So she just has the hat, and I'm not seeing. That's this is very bizarre. I'm going to put everything back the way it was. I'm going to keep pocket the vial of iridescent blue in my coat. That's highly bizarre. I'll simply return it at her doorstep later. But this needs. This is this is bizarre. Something very odd is going on here. I'll just to not linger too long, take a quick look into the bathroom. Uh,
2: okay, um, give me an idea roll. Ooh, a, a critical idea, I
4: Ivan, 003 idea.
2: Yes, um, there's nothing in the bathroom. And by that, I mean, there's nothing. Like no toothbrush, toothpaste. There is oh. nothing in the bathroom. So whatever was provided
4: by White Star Lines isn't even unwrapped. Correct. Wow, this is and she's been in here for a while. This is really several amazing. days. Yeah, and there's no other place. So it's basically that room, the bathroom. That's it. That's it. Okay, I'm I've exit uh, sort of again trying to make it look. I guess I should probably leave that vial in there too. This is very bizarre. So I'll leave that vial and uh, um, I'll quickly, I'll quietly call out, Katherine. Catherine, Catherine. And, and I just take a, like two quick steps. Get out here. Bizarre, this is very, I just show you very quickly. She's got two vials of this, this weird chemicals, that's it. I run it back, pop it away and I just sort of come on out.
2: All right, so are you keeping the blue no, I, I'm gonna leave it. I I what well, well, just take okay. it.
4: Just take it? Okay, all right. Take so I'll, I'll I'll grab it. I'll I'll grab the vial.
2: All right. Only the one blue one or both vials? What are you doing? Actually no, why
4: not? Uh, I mean they'll know someone's been in here stealing, so I'll take both files. All right, so you got both files. All right. In inside pocket. Out I go. Cocktail in hand. Okay.
3: Look, the only other people I saw was, was Gusty. Uh, he looked a little bored. Uh, and I believe poor Richard is stuck with that uh, Miss Dodd.
4: Uh, she seems to have a fainting spell. Oh, my God. This is bizarre. C- Catherine, there's there's nothing in the room. It's, the bathroom Let's talk been somewhere in... else. Yeah, exactly. Let's go. Let's hurry up out of here. All
2: right. So as you guys are, are doing that, and Richard, you've just deposited Mrs. Dodd in her room. Uh, Gusty, as you go to the back of the ship and you're thinking about clues and stuff, um you look down uh and you can see you know the way the ship is kind of tiered uh you can see some of the lower uh decks uh, of course a deck and b deck you guys are very familiar with c deck c deck is um uh, the last open air deck right, right. Uh, uh so below c deck you're you're within the confines the body of the ship itself right but as you're standing on uh on the whichever deck you're on on a or b doesn't it it doesn't matter um you're kind of looking down and, and because it's tiered you can see down to c deck right you can see c deck and um It's you know, are there people
0: mulling around?
2: There aren't a lot because it's dinner time everywhere on the ship. Uh, so even with the you know, the little people, they still have a, a cafeteria that they can go to. I see. Um, but as you look down, you see a guy in a steward's uniform, and um, he doesn't look like any of the stewards that are normally on the ship it it looks like it could be either Shaw or Kelly oh. but they're all kind of in shadow but that person goes up to the edge of the ship and has a bundle and you see them toss this bundle over the edge of the ship and it it and it tosses and you can and he quickly this shadowy figure that you could just tell had a had a steward's uniform on but you couldn't see any features of the steward Right, kind of came to the edge of the ship, tossed a bundle, and you see it fall, and then you can just barely hear the splash, yeah. and then that steward disappeared and and went someplace where you don't have visibility, you know, because he, he's down on right. sea deck, and as you look out in the waters, the dark waters because the sun is going down, you can just see in the wake of the ship, there's some sort of like little bundle on the water and then it just kind of you know did did it, it look like
0: uh, was it a little bundle or was it like a body bundle
2: it looked about the size of a large duffel bag so it was a pretty large size bundle and it looked like it had been uh tied up with like uh ropes or something and it was tossed over and it only bobbed on the water for a couple of seconds and then the churning of the wake and the weight of the bundle finally kind of and it, it it, yeah, and it pulled it under
0: All right. when you started telling me this story uh, it's a you're the GM so it's a But I might have yelled you there just to see if he looked up at me so I could get a look at his face
2: okay um Yes, I will let you try and make a let's call it an intimidate roll.
0: Okay. Intimidate. I got a 75 so yeah. no.
2: Okay. Damn it. So you saw this and it was pretty quick.
0: And he's just dressed like it. So he's dressed like every other steward. Damn it um well i'm quite surprised uh i'm going to go find one of the others if i can i'll head towards the dining room okay i thought that i heard a noise from there earlier but i was too busy smoking
2: So, uh, and for convenience sake we can say that all four of you begin to converge in the hallways uh at a near the same time uh on b deck we're gonna say that you all begin to converge together on b deck richard has just deposited mrs dodd in her room
1: did the doctor come or send his nurse
2: do you want to stay long enough to wait
1: i think that i'm yeah i think i'm gonna comfort her and also tell her now that i've seen something disturbing okay
2: yeah let's have that scene sorry okay i I may have i may have been shortcutting you on that sorry
1: no i just you know i'm I would like to wait with mrs dodd and tell her that uh i be, you know we already believed you but i there is something you know stranger about osterman even than we know i don't think that's your friend anymore but you can't make a scene like that we have to we have to conduct ourselves in secrecy i
2: i, I... I thought it was someone, I thought it was someone in a disguise. I was, I was trying to unmask them and I'm such a fool. I'm such a fool. Mr. I'm just God a to, bathering to, old woman.
1: You, you did expose her, but not to everyone. Um, but she's definitely not who she appears to be. Um, but she, you know, she's dangerous and she knows that you're aware of her. So you need to be polite. You might even send her a note of apology and you want to lay low, the doctor's coming to see you. They'll give you something that'll help you relax. And that's probably fine. But you shouldn't speak to anybody about this, except for you know, myself and the friends you met yesterday.
2: <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I just don't know what to do anymore. I no. just don't know what to do. Uh,
1: you're not alone in that, but we'll get to the bottom of it. Be, be strong.
2: All right. She appreciates your, uh, your comfort and strength and then pretty much at that time that's when the, uh, the, the ship's doctor arrives and, uh, and he has a little medical bag with him and he says "Oh, Mrs. Dodd, how are you feeling? And he says, uh, thank you sir. I, I can take it from here.
1: She's, she, she's a very nice lady. She's been through a lot. Thanks for all your attention.
2: Uh, well, thank you. And he gives you a, a nice firm handshake. And then, and then you can see that he's got, you know, uh, little sedative pills. So he's going to give her a couple of pills. <laughs> All right. So then, after you wait for uh, the doctor to arrive, uh, you do run into your companions um, in the hallways of B deck.
0: Ah, so, so what have we learned? I just saw a very interesting event. Uh, the the. the, the
4: she doesn't have anything in her room. She's She's been in there all this time. Nothing's been touched in the bathroom. Nothing's being used in the bedroom. The, she only had two pieces of luggage. Um, there was a hat. Uh, I, I explain everything. And there's the, the attache case, which only had two. Most bizarre. Have you ever seen anything like this before? Showing the glowing, luminous,
1: bizarre. Yes. In your jacket, for heaven's sakes, George.
0: Some new drug? Maybe. I don't, I didn't think,
4: yes, something is, she's up, this is highly
0: unusual.
1: Now, we're meeting back in the dining hall for the dessert round, roughly. Right. Is Osterman still there? yes okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna cluster us pretty far from her but in the line of sight if you know not that it matters much now
0: i saw a steward toss something overboard uh not body size but you know duffel bag size all tied up i don't think that stewart's toss things overboard. it's getting rid of some evidence I saw it sink, so i don't think there's any way for us to retrieve it.
4: This is very bizarre. she's not using her room she doesn't she's not traveling with anything that any ordinary person would travel with Could she there was a spy
1: it's worse than It's worse than that um, and I explained as best I can what I saw in the wake of mrs dodd's attack, but you know it wasn't it wasn't like she was straightening wig uh you know, Dodd really gave her a, a, you know, it was a pretty violent assault for a woman of Mrs. Dodd's age and physical size. And she just smoothed her appearance back, like, um, you know, like a rippled mirror that smoothed out. It was, it, was, it was natural enough to make me sweat at the base of my spine.
0: Are you saying that her, despite Mrs. Dodd's attack, her hairdo completely reformed itself. How is that possible?
1: Yeah, it would, and it even her her skin might have rippled. It wasn't. It was just. It was just a putting everything back. So she might not be a vampire. But
3: oh goodness, uh, no one was here to uh, keep a check on Richard's alcohol intake. Uh, that's quite a fantastical. Uh... But,
4: might she have just had a perhaps a lot of moose in her hair? Maybe, maybe that's why it and just. They had moose back. <laughs> I don't know. What oh, they, oh did. they had they had a type of. Oh, mousse. but I mean,
3: there was no evidence of that in her rooms, George.
4: Yeah, no, good point. That's right.
1: And how does she change her frock if she has no frocks in her room?
4: Now, she had nothing. How does
1: she rouge her cheeks when there's no rouge in her room? Uh, no, I think that she's not what she
3: looks like. Has she always be. dressed in this? Was she dressed in the same outfit yesterday? Yes. How dreadful, but also strange.
0: Uh, what if. Well, what, what are the drugs? Have you been able to identify them? Logan, heroin. Are you volunteering,
4: I, I I'm not a chemist. Well, then, if you, have you know.
0: They all have specific smells, I suppose. I mean, I've smelled opium before. It's rather have a
4: whiff of these if you so choose, but I'm not certain. Do I have any idea what these are?
1: I think if we're going to experiment with these uh, chemicals, we should do it in one of our staterooms and not in the dining area.
2: Yes. After dessert. <laughs> dessert is served and consumed and mrs osterman uh, along with many of the other uh guests um, uh, take their leave and begin to leave the dining room it's also at this time that uh about a third of the tables are put away so that the dining room can now kind of morph into the evening nightclub and so there'll be a a dance floor and then there's a seating area and the bar you know becomes much more prominent uh as the kitchen begins to take a a back seat um
1: and i think friends that we should probably get into one of our staterooms before mrs osterman realizes that she's been
0: burgled all right very good very good
1: whichever cabin is closest i recommend she doesn't move that Quickly, but we want not to be noticed.
2: True, true. Um, Any volunteer can have their cabin be the closest.
1: Well, I've got cards and some decent whiskey. All right.
0: Excellent. Do any of us have guns, by the way? I don't. Oh, not needed. I I know there were some shotguns are capped, and that's about all. Now, I'm just thinking that. something very strange is going on here and mr taft is still missing well
1: the parcel you saw what was it colored at all
0: too dark to tell too dark to tell but i could tell that it had ropes around it could they have been chains is that why it sunk could have been, been maybe I tried yelling to see if I could see the man's face, but it just was too dark. He was dressed like a steward. I could have probably, did I, I, he could have been one of the
2: Kelly or Shaw. You suspect that it probably was, you just don't know which. Right, I don't know which.
1: Between the detective and the chief steward, they should both be looking for those men by now. That's
0: I'm starting quite to irritating. That we, we might need to do a little... Sneaking around the ship, even the lower decks, uh, maybe in the middle of the night when all the riffraff are asleep. Do
1: you think the riffraff
0: sleep at night?
1: Three a.m. is scary about.
0: Oh, they are nocturnal out here.
3: And if you don't want to arouse attention to yourself, Gusty, um, that would be ill-advisable. I'm, somebody's always awake on this ship.
0: Well, it's I don't but...
1: Osterman's going to announce to the captain or security that she's been robbed as well, or maybe she won't if she has to keep secret that she has no jewels, but only. All right, let's see these chemis- chemicals yeah. now that we're alone. All
0: right.
2: So the two vials, um, one is iridescent blue. So as you kind of tip it in the in the tube it has a very shimmery shiny effect and then one is a clear liquid but it has a viscosity of like oil okay.
0: well I want to open up the, the pretty sparkly one okay the one, and give it a whiff
2: okay um, as my
0: nose falls off <laughs> my eyes melt
2: <laughs> oh my god
0: No, I'll never have friends.
2: It has it has no odor. Hmm. Mm.
0: Then I'm going to take my little finger and get just a drop on the end of it, and oh, good heavens! As my nose falls off, my
2: (laughs) god, man! It has no taste uh but the end of your tongue feels a little numb but it goes away fairly quickly
0: the end of my tongue feels numb
4: do you do you just it could have been anything
0: well i doubt that it's poison
4: well, um, what makes you think oh, that Major, aren't we investigating something that might be a murder case
0: is it some kind of if i get sick then we'll know what what it was that she slipped into todd's into Taft's uh, Taft food.
3: Well, it, said it made you numb. Maybe more yeah. of it have a more pronounced effect, but I don't advise you.
0: Well, that makes me it. think that it's a tranquilizer of some sort.
3: Oh, don't try it again.
0: No, I'm not trying it again. I'm just there, I'm trying to get, the, get my my tongue to come back. There is the other vial. Well, I'll, I'll I can do that too, I'm willing. No, I'll okay. take the
1: sticky one. And again, no no scent.
2: What sort? All right, so Richard, you're doing the clear one.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give it a good sniff, and then it's not cocaine. Doesn't alarming.
2: Uh, Okay. Uh, This one, the clear one, it has an odor. um, It's a it's an earthy. It has an earthy smell to it.
1: No, that's not so alarming. Uh, like, like, like rained on soil.
2: Yeah, it, it smells like, yeah, it smells like the after effects of, of a rain on soil. Yep. Mm. Um, okay.
1: <laughs> you know, dab on the pinky, it sticks like honey, right?
2: It is, yeah, it does have a, a sticky, tacky feel to it on your finger. And do you dab it to your tongue?
1: Quite.
2: Dab it to your tongue? okay. Um, Give me a con roll, please. Uh
4: Uh-oh. I look to Catherine and just shake my head.
0: Tincture of
1: cyanide. Well, that wasn't a fortunate roll. Eighty-three oh. on sixty-five.
2: Um, I mean, it's you just only have a little bit of it, um, so uh, take one point of damage, and you are st- you're starting to feel like a burning sensation. On the tip of your tongue, but also on your pinky. Um, so on your pinky, um, the nail starts to go black, and you're seeing uh, like blisters forming on the end of your fa- uh, the end of your pinky. Well, we need to wash this off immediately. Melt. Yes. we we need to get him a glass of milk immediately. And then uh-huh. your tongue is uh-huh. blistering, but then it also is having. Uh, like from the tip of your tongue uh, there's several tendrils that are growing and extending out of your tongue and beyond the confines of your mouth there you now have three uh, tongue-like tentacles sticking out of your uh, mouth and, and over your lips as you as you close your mouth and the, and they're wiggling in the air in front of you I need everyone to make a sand roll for that. God
4: what the
0: earth now oh, oh, i want to try it oh, no. rain <laughs> <D6>.
3: 88
0: yes
1: <laughs> i made it but does that matter you yeah. make it it's you still, team, you still you make
2: make it. Gonna, you're still gonna have a sand <laughs> roll here actually got a hard uh, uh what was your you had a success yeah a hard success okay so you lose one really um success for regular success george you're gonna roll a d3 but Catherine, your your failure was so high you lose all three that that Uh, sounds about
3: right for my sanity rolling here we go yep
2: for a fumble like that uh (laughs) but then richard had a successful uh sand roll but he's also the victim so uh for a successful sand roll of the victim roll a d2 really
1: very mild
2: well, you didn't take a whole too. lot, and um, yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh. so the growing seems to stop, but you've got these three uh, tentacular extensions on the end of on the very tip of your tongue extended out, like um,
1: like like sort of catfish whiskers.
2: Yeah, like like. Can I uh, feel them? Yeah, give me give me a dex roll.
1: <sighs> uh. I missed that by two. Should I spend two?
2: Do you want to spend two? Yes,
1: I do. Okay. I would like to to try to bring this under control.
2: So, with the successful Dex roll, you do exactly that. You gain control of them. So, like, you bring up uh, your finger, and your three tentacle, tongue tentacles, they're able to grasp your finger, and you have control of how. How uh, acute you're able to make that grasp and everything. So you basically you have tentacles on the end of your tongue, and now you you have enough control that you can pull them back in. But it every time you talk now, it'll be like you have a mouthful of marbles uh, because of these extra uh, tongue extensions in your mouth. And then when you do get to talk, blah, they get to kind of fall out of your mouth, but. It's more comfortable for you to have them out of your mouth, and it won't uh-huh. interfere your speech that way. But they they wiggle with all of your speech oh, now.
3: Oh, good heavens, George! Oh. George, get 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 me a little more of this whiskey. Oh dear! You could what eat about grapes.
2: You, if you were to pluck a whole bundle of grapes and just put them in a bowl, you could just have your little tentacles come out and grab one grape at a time and pull them in.
1: Oh, oh Richard! Uh, no, I don't look. It's all, it, it's all right. Don't look. I'm, about I'm learning finger? to control it.
2: Yeah, your finger—the blisters. Your tu- your nail has turned black, and the blisters are beginning to break. And the the black nail falls off, and the tip of your finger has basically turned into granite. What you have fuck? you have like you have like a sharp stone tip on where your fingertip should have been.
1: This is, this <sighs> is not right. Um, uh, I, I I think I, I, I should try to put. The finger in the blue liquid and see if it's an antidote. You mean? Do you mean the if clear
3: it... liquid? The clear liquid, not the blue one. The blue one did this, to you darling. No, yeah. no, 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 The clear one did this. This is
0: I took the blue one. Oh well, I'm uh, I'm a little like overwhelmed. <laughs> yes, yeah, see if no, it's I an antidote.
1: Too. I want to. I want.
0: I'm going to the pinky first, though. I, it's my fault. I'm so sorry. Mm-mm.
2: You put your pinky into the blue liquid, mm-hmm. okay, and you it comes out. You have no no sensations on the end of your finger, uh, but you dip that stone into the blue liquid and 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 pull it out and kind of shake it, and the blue liquid you know kind of drips and, and falls off, but no changes are affected to your finger. Yeah, but you tap, don't tap,
4: feel tap. a thing.
2: He feels nothing on the it, tip of that finger. Well, because could
4: numb and it's we could, hard we could numb your tongue and if you want to have enough drinks we could we i could think we, we shouldn't fiddle tentacle. around
0: <laughs> we, we do it.
4: H- how big of a base uh, is it attached to the tongue is it something like all of it's collectively attached to something
2: yeah all three of the tentacles yeah all three of the tentacles are based just right out of the tip of his tongue.
4: Well, if you want, you could the, bite them off. Oh, well, that might be I, hard to psychologically get yourself to do. But we could. I, if
1: I you, can feel them, Catherine. I but if you, I, I think the first thing we do is wait to see whether I recover any of my normal tissue, since the blue liquid was not an antidote. I would rather not call so. All you did, any further all, all harm. All you
2: did is you touched it. So it didn't do anything on the touching.
3: You could try to imbibe some, but uh... oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear.
4: Yeah, if this doesn't get better, we could use the extreme uh, um, um
0: um, painkiller
4: uh, on it. We let the doctor
0: take care of it. When well, ones...
4: Exactly. But how, how would we explain tentacle sprouting? So something
0: say some it. bizarre mutation that he's always had.
4: I think
1: people know that I was a pretty good conversationalist an hour ago.
0: <laughs> Don't know what to do.
4: Well, this is bizarre. This, this shows that-, that, that,
1: look, that op- look, 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 we
3: could, you could just touch some of that blue liquid to it and then you won't feel a thing. And then Hearst or Gusty could
4: remove them. Cut it off. Yeah, that's what I was suggesting, but it's, it's ultimately up to you, Richard. I,
1: I would like to try some grapes first. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> it seems interesting.
2: Yeah, In fact, there, there is a bundle of grapes in your room and you don't even have to pluck them off. You can just hold the bundle and your tongue, your tentacles will come out, grab a grape, pull it from the vine, and then suck it in.
1: Uh, you guys, excuse me for a minute. The scotch is over there. I'm just going to step into the private room for a moment. Eat some grapes. Eat some grapes in private.
4: That don't accidentally bite your tentacle off while eating that.
1: Uh, or uh, and then I when I come back out, I would like uh, also some of that scotch. And we need to. I mean, I think we now know that Osterman is up to something terrible but I don't know what to do about it. Although I wonder if she needs one or both of these serums to maintain her appearance.
0: You think that she's something else then? Some sort of a uh, witch?
1: Imagine if I put this all over my body and could control it all. I, I want Mate? to
0: know the why your finger didn't sprout little tentacles. But it started
4: turning into something else. I'm wondering if she needs this chemical to make herself turn into human looking. So you were saying that she just moved her hands through her hair and it, <laughs> it just mm-hmm. sort of popped right back into place.
0: So mm-hmm. I joked about vampire, but what if she's some sort of a witch? This is definitely some sort of a potion. Maybe it'll wear should, off.
1: I'm hoping that it will go away. That's why I don't want to cut anything off.
0: Maybe it'll wear off. I bet
4: you're right. That's They're, probably what she needs. I mean, as far-fetched as it sounds. Well, then, then it might She's be going to
0: be looking for it very eagerly. It, it might be simpler than we think. If that's what she needs it for, let's dump it down the sink she'll turn back into whatever she's supposed to be and then the jig is up
4: i wonder there were only these two vials and i searched everywhere so for her to maintain her appearance might only require a few drops to be ingested
1: right well we haven't really swallowed any and already the effects can be extreme
0: so but only... i would rather
1: right not Pour anything down a drain until I get my tongue back. What could we what what
0: could she have done with Mr. Taft then? What do you think was in the parcel? It wasn't enough to be Mr. Taft.
4: Unless he changed into something. I mean, here, poor Richard's got that's not a human tongue.
3: I mean I mean, Most as you've said is. before, mostly joking,
4: uh, cannibalism. Uh, well,
0: let's, you know. let's look at the map of the ship.
4: That room was not used. The bed was crisp and clean. The bathroom had nothing. There wasn't even water splashed in the bathtub.
0: So there's actually five decks. You went down to C deck. D deck is the actual deck of the ship. Correct, or just one layer underneath it.
2: Yeah, uh, C deck is the is the the decking. You know the 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 topmost top, and so D deck is the first layer inside the body of the right. ship, and E deck is the next layer down in the body of the ship, and then you've got you know the engineering section. Uh, really, pretty much runs the length of the ship, but and the cargo, uh, and then there's the cargo up at the front.
0: Well if you were going to try to hide somebody as large as Taft, wouldn't the cargo area be the best place to hide him? Probably. If you had him tied up or I mean engineering you wouldn't because there's gonna be people all over that. Cargo, I don't think they ever go don't... in there until the ship. Oh, I suppose the
3: passenger's cargo.
4: Don't forget, though, that she has two people working for her, most likely, at least.
0: It's like a witch and two, two minions. Well, why why is she doing this? What is she up to? So far, she hasn't done anything to anybody except tablets disappeared.
4: Well, except what did she do with the real Miss
0: Osterman? maybe she's tied up also somewhere.
1: I wonder if we should try and see what uh, the fluids do to one of these scales.
0: Interesting. Couldn't hurt.
4: Especially the transformative juice. Yes. We don't okay. happen to have a pair of tweezers by any chance, just laying around in the.
1: <laughs> I, I have my, uh, you know, my gentleman's bag.
3: Well, I have a, I have a, I have a bobby pin. Oh, brilliant! You could just stick it in there. I should hold it.
2: All right. So you take uh, one of the scales and dip it in the uh, the clear liquid. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah so you dip the scale in and you know you can see that it's got the oily residue on it and you maybe even like kind of shake it and tap don't, it and whatever don't,
0: don't get any of it on you oh, that's what uh,
2: you are quite careful and after two or three minutes nothing has happened to the scale maybe it needs
4: to
0: be alive maybe it's a reaction for uh... i say we get rid of it or hide it very well. Well,
1: hide it, yes.
0: Yeah, I, I say hide it, because if if this
4: doesn't go away, Richard, we, we might need to bring a sample of this to a doctor to see if they can understand it better, to see how they can help you.
1: My family knows good science people and um, polite doctors. <laughs>
2: Discrete Don't ask doctors. too many questions. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, we're rich. All of our doctors are discreet.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: So we hide it. Now, Osterman knows by now that she's been discovered. Does that affect how we proceed?
0: Well, she doesn't know it was us, although she probably would suspect us. Why don't you open because... up that little vent there and put them put the bottles inside so that nobody would need to search there. Yeah,
1: you can do that. I can unscrew them with my
0: <laughs> So <laughs> I guess there's no real reason why she wouldn't have just pushed him overboard We don't know what she wants with
1: Ted. Right. All we know is that she brought on the false Shaw and the false Kelly. Yeah. That she doesn't know who Dodd is, so she doesn't have the memories, perhaps. And that she chose to spend time with Taft, which nobody would. I think that's, and that she's not uh, normal and has access to strange spies.
0: When is the wedding? Tomorrow. Tomorrow.
4: Tomorrow. At lunch. So that gives us time to, for the remainder of the day. What time is it now? It's, it's after tea.
2: Yep, it's after so dinner. Like, what,
4: 7 p.m., 8 p.m.? Yeah.
0: We don't, have... Don't witches try to steal people's youth? Maybe she's, maybe there's some. I don't know. I'm just thinking of stories that I've heard.
4: I wonder if we went below decks. I uh, see that this is such a big ship. It would searching for Taft is below decks might be like searching for a needle in a haystack.
1: Big needle, but big haystack. <laughs>
4: gigantic meal. Good point there, Rockefeller.
1: But what did they throw overboard? Yeah. I mean, I think they chopped him into bits.
0: It still would have been a lot, unless they've been tossy bags all along.
4: Yeah, that could have just been one of them. That could have been like the sixth bag already.
0: Taffy like getting parts. rid of something. They get rid of. Well, I have a feeling too, if Mr. Taft suddenly shows up again, we need to be careful. Might not be him at all. That's easy, easy to deduce because nobody could be quite as obnoxious.
4: Osterman was planning on attending the wedding, if I'm not mistaken. If she doesn't show up, that might indicate she needs that blue serum. Or the clear serum, pardon
0: me. I wonder if she's trying to steal the life from the the bride. And what is this
1: substance and why does she have it? And what's the blue one do?
4: I don't know what the blue one does.
0: It made my tongue
4: numb.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Do you, oh, is the sensation coming back, is Gus? It? It has, yeah,
2: hmm.
4: yes. Uh, how long was that? Was that like over fifteen minutes or something?
2: It was maybe a minute. It wasn't very long at all. Okay. He, he barely had anything on him. Well,
4: let's see those tentacles on your tongue again. Are, are they starting to shrink? My
1: pinky's still very hard.
4: Does does there look like there's any change in them? No change. My
1: God. palm tastes salty.
0: Can you pick your own nose? Mm. (laughs) Good. Home your own mustache and beard. It's not such a bad thing. Oh no, it's horrible. It's horrible, Gusty. It's horrible. Imagine if you'd actually taken a swig. Yeah.
1: Dear Lord. There are probably certain advantages. But not social ones.
0: Do they do they do they look
2: snake-like? Uh, they don't seem snake-like. Okay. No suction cups on on yes, ones.
4: No no
3: snake I'm aware of has little tentacles coming out of their mouths.
0: Well, they do have two little.
4: They
3: have a forked tongue, but that's different.
0: Gusty, can you can you smell with your tongue?
1: John, can I taste the air?
2: You cannot taste the air. Okay. okay.
0: Oh, I don't know what to do. I have a feeling if Taft wasn't thrown overboard, you think they chopped him up? Why would they chop him up? Why would they kill Taft in the first place? To get his youth. Maybe. I
3: mean, if that's your theory, I mean, you're romanticizing it a bit with saying it has to be a bride on her wedding day.
0: Well, they usually pick
3: a young girl. Grand, on a fat grandioso. But who's gonna? But a bride disappearing is gonna cause a lot more attention than Taft disappearing.
0: It could be beauty that he she's stealing. But I
3: mean, videos. if you're gonna if you're gonna get rid of any one person who won't be missed on the ship, who is it gonna be? You damn well know it will be Taft.
0: Except he's so huge, we definitely miss him. No, but who? Nobody else cares but us. Yes, it's true. But it would be so much easier to steal an ens a, 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 a steward. No, because they're, he's, they're an employee. Yeah, but nobody might... I mean, they might say, where did he go? Where did he go? Oh, well, he's on the other side of the ship. Whatever. You can't, I don't know. I, I don't have any... Uh, we're, we're actually seeing her discussing whether she could be a witch. That's just and, nonsense.
3: And an employee going missing is a little different than a passenger going missing because they will never be able to prove that he went missing on the ship. No, he could have ran off way from his family and some Foreign part of the world. It wouldn't
0: be the first time somebody fell overboard. Could have just fallen overboard.
4: Too many, too many bizarre things. I
3: I would have. uh, That's what I was thinking this entire time, Gusty. Until I saw tentacles sprout out of Richard's tongue.
0: Has to be an explanation for it, but we're just not seeing it. If we were to write down the details on little pieces of paper and lay them on the table. Maybe we could put them together. Maybe with to a bit of string. Sense.
3: Put them up on the little board.
0: We don't have a little board, but the table. There's a string before.
3: Oh, to connect them together, of course.
4: So we have Osterman, not apparently is herself, according to the other uh, lady the Osterman brought aboard two servants which were not cleared with White Star Line but only cleared by the captain which is another bizarre thing
1: we, we- have to make sure they don't kill Mrs. Dog. she's sedated in her stateroom and Osterman was nearly exposed by her
4: and she partially was by from, from according to what you saw, Richard, that was that was very bizarre. I mean, that by itself isn't uh, over the top and oddity, but everything no. else is adding up, especially this 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 clear serum. That's good. Lord, it's sprouted. We, I've never heard of such a thing.
0: Do we really think that Mrs. Austin is something that she thought supposed to be? Why At don't we point? Yes. Why don't we slip some of that in her drink and see what happens?
4: Oh, some of the blue.
3: I don't the... know if any of us have the sleight of hand to pull that off.
0: Well, why don't we walk up to her on the deck and splash it on her?
4: Mm. Well, if if she needs that serum to keep. From sprouting tentacles and keep her looking human. As sure. far-fetched
0: as that is, but... We could we could blackmail her, you know. Mm. We'll throw it over the deck unless you tell us what's going on and give us money. And we attached to having
1: access to these substances.
0: Oh, we could just go to the detective and Tell him we broke into her cabin room. (sighs) You just wait and see what happens. If she doesn't report us or report the crime, then she can't. She's trying to hide what happened. Yeah. So was
4: Taft working with her or a victim of her? Well, I think he was a victim.
0: Nobody can work that. I
1: agree.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe she ate him. I mean, used. Have we seen her eating at the dinner?
2: Give me a hard idea roll. Attempt a hard idea roll. Okay. Can we all think back? Sure. It, oh, yeah. nine. Seven.
0: Oh seven. Oh my! Oh, you had right. to show me up
4: by two points, uh, huh? <laughs> Darn. Uh, Twenty two. But
0: it's a bond—a double oh seven. <laughs>
2: uh, as Gusty raises that question about have we seen her eat anything, uh, those with the hard, hard idea or better, it suddenly dawns on you. Not really. She picks and plays at her food she'll move some things around there might be an occasional bite but it's very very small Uh, for the most part she's just uh, sitting there doing conversation moving things around on the plate she's putting a
0: show making it look like she's human but in fact she hasn't done anything you said she doesn't brush her teeth she doesn't bathed she doesn't have any of those she's not eating what if she is eating taft what a big huge piece of food yeah, but, that but would be for an evil witch where is she eating him though the,
4: the bathroom was. there's no blood in the
0: bathtub like i should the only place where she wouldn't be disturbed would be in the cargo yeah
4: and she is being helped by her two the two right. people she brought on board. So they could be taking care of loose ends while she masquerades. We
0: don't see her during the day. Maybe during the day is when she's doing it. She sneaks down there and they help her.
4: When, when did you, uh, so we went downstairs, Richard. When did we go down? That was yesterday or earlier this morning? No,
1: earlier, earlier today
4: to check
2: oh, earlier
0: on Tuesday.
2: Yeah, earlier today we haven't even transitioned oh. to Tuesday yet
0: cool. but still, to its still
2: it's now late on Monday the 18th. I'm just
4: wondering if they've showed back up. I mean they are derelict of duty for their their steward positions.
0: Um, what if we say that we need something, from one of our trunks, I'm sure we have trunks or something in the cargo oh, holds. We're traveling across the ocean, of course, and that we simply, you know, tell them. Hey, is that unusual? You, you guys
2: are you guys are rich. You might be bringing your own cars to use in in either Ireland or England, depending upon if your destination was Belfast or uh, Liverpool. Yeah. Right.
0: That's right. They do have cars aboard. we be seeing the Titanic movie. Um, yeah, our, we have a reason. We have a reason to simply ask. And when we're down there, we can take a look around. That sounds.
4: Is there a separate cargo hold for uh, other classes' cargo, or is it all like one big cargo hold?
2: Due to the expense of of uh, using cargo space typically only first and maybe some second class passengers uh, take advantage of the uh, uh, space available to them in cargo. Lower class uh, people um, can typically only afford a cabin ticket. Got it. Okay. I
0: suppose it's also possible that this could all be taking place in a cabin downstairs. Yeah. And I assume that third-class passengers are on C-deck. Um, D-deck, would that be maybe the crew?
2: No, D-deck would be third-class. Um, Second-class is going to be C-deck, with maybe some spillover uh, into, into B, but not, okay. not really, not a lot. Uh, and then E-deck. Uh, well c deck will also have some of the uh, crew you know there's 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 both and then uh, e deck is definitely going to be uh crew and then spillover engineering and spillover from uh third class okay
0: it could be in any one of those cabins there could be yeah there's
3: a gusty I, i mean there's a good chance we won't ever find taft
4: It always works out in the Agatha Christie novel.
3: I, I, I this is not an Agatha Christie novel, it, George. Exactly. Uh, That's my. I, I I feel like if we're gonna do anything, we just watch Osterman. Keep an eye on her tomorrow. See what she's up to. See if she leaves. Wake up early in the morning. And pr- See if Richard's tentacles have decided to leave or not. See Uh, if
0: we can see her going down to the... Yes, yes. Catch her
3: in the act of leaving, stowing away in the night. That's our best option, in my opinion.
1: It might be as important to watch Dodd and see who tries to get rid of her.
3: Yeah. That's also a fair point. They're both on B deck, aren't they?
2: Yeah. Uh, Dodd is on B and uh, Osterman is on A.
3: Okay, well we can We can go on a couple of midnight ramble or two, uh, just walk about, get some night air and see what's what.
1: I wonder what Osterman would do if I wiggled my tongue at her.
0: He could wave at her. Then she would know that she stole the stuff.
1: Yes. It's not the first idea.
0: But if she's... Uh, but it might uh, be informative. If she's a taft-eating monster, then we uh, don't want you to get uh, eaten. Not to
1: point to find a point on it, Gusty, but I'm a monster now, too.
4: Nah. Unless this turns a person into something that she would
0: eat. Well, well, I mean like human sushi, exactly.
4: We haven't been having sushi at uh, tea lately, have we? Or large quantities taste a little off.
0: Let's. Uh, What's that? Let's make a quick decision. We we just watch and wait.
3: Yes, we just watch and wait. What uh, what? Oh dear! Our taking direct action has led to this. <laughs> to...
0: But as we wait, we could go and. Look around the cargo hole. Like I said, we could just want to see our stuff. Yeah,
4: we have a little time. Let's let's go at least check on it. I would think I would like to get my other walking cane.
3: Oh, well, you you two can go do that. I would hate to leave Richard alone. We don't know what lingering effects this might have with what it's already done.
0: Oh, yes. Understood. Well.
1: I don't think I'll be in public a great deal for the time being.
0: I think we we talked to one of the stewards and uh, asked to get something in our trunks.
4: Yeah, steamer trunk number two from my lot, please.
2: Um, you you guys already know that you have permission to visit the uh, cargo if you need to you can oh. you can kind of go down there if you need oh, to. so we just awesome.
0: just go down there. Yeah. yeah excellent oh that, hmm. well, that kind of ruins my theory but we'll see i mean if anybody could walk in there it wouldn't just be
2: again most people on the ship don't need to go down there right you know wow. and and it's usually only the wealthy that um can afford to store things in there so it's not like it's not like the riffraff go down there you know
0: they probably go down there to climb into a car and make out
2: oh absolute, absolute fiction
0: um <laughs> let's uh let's go for a walk george and uh that's... we'll meet you all back upstairs
2: um, all right that's not so, um so uh, so, uh Auggie, or um uh, a uh, Gussie, Gusty. Gusty and uh George head down. Yes. Uh awesome.
1: <sighs>
2: and Catherine and Richard stay um up in Richard's room just to kind of keep watch running.
3: Yes.
1: We can play a, a little whist, perhaps. Uh, I also think it would be a good idea if we can figure out a way to improvise a weapon. Uh, we don't know who's going to come knocking. Yes, we could definitely. Do you think
3: I'm mad? No, no, no. I I, I think that you're perfectly justified. Let me, let me go steal away at the. Uh... <laughs>
0: Speaking of weapons, is that a, by chance a sword king out there? Uh,
3: no. We can oh. get a we could get a knife from the from the dining hall. Go get something to eat and just uh, tell them that they forgot a knife and the silverware that they brought out and just stow it away. Uh, and then we ha- will have that.
1: that seems uh, useful.
3: I have a particularly sharp letter opener, but I'm not. That won't get us very far, I don't think.
1: Uh, just you know I don't know oh you know that larger steward was a a, a pretty big fellow
3: yes he seemed to quite the brute
1: knows yeah and otherwise uh, you know $20 a hand for whist
2: Uh, so you guys begin to play cards as George and, and Gussie head down to the cargo bay. Yeah. Uh, so it uh, to get down to E deck, uh, you guys probably choose to take the lift. There's a, there's you know one of those cage lifts that go down, oh. and uh, so you get down to E deck and start heading down the hallway. And it's uh you know it's pretty hot down here you know you're and loud right i mean it's, you know there's a constant uh drumming and banging and you can just kind of hear you know metal on metal uh and you can hear the the screws turning you know for the for the propellers and stuff so it's uh it's really quite uh, there's a cacophony of noise down here you guys have a hard time hearing each other standing next to each other as you're walking down the hallway you know as one of you says you know Cargo bay is down here. What? It's down here, and you guys are, you know, heading in that direction. Um, and so, yeah, you get to the area, and there's this door that you can go in. It's labeled cargo. I'm and, guessing uh,
0: that maybe, maybe they could stow a body in a large trunk. There's probably going to be a lot of large trunks.
2: <laughs> yeah, a lot of large trunks. Just trying to find. Um, yeah. So you uh, you go through the door, and as you get into um, into the cargo area, um, each of you can make a natural history roll, please, mm-hmm. or natural world. Right? Is it natural world?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, 28, twenty eight. Let's see, twenty eight. Ooh. Can I spend 18 points of luck?
2: Spend it all you want. All right. I'll do that. I haven't spent any luck. There you go. So I pass. Uh, So as you guys get in, so the cargo area is uh, pretty well organized. There are a lot of cars here parked, you know, end to end several cars. And then you can just see large, uh, you know, uh, blocks you know, walls of crates, right. right? Are set up. You know, wooden pallet. You know, sure. boxed up crates and stuff. You know, think uh, uh, the Indiana Jones uh, movie, right. right? You know, so you know, you know, there's a lot of stuff in here. You don't have deep sight lines, right? right. You know, that's your vision's very obstructed. Uh, so as you guys get in here, you're just kind of like, oh, all right, you yeah, know, this is a well, pretty now, big room.
0: We can make some deductions. I don't believe that any of these boxes could contain the body because they would have had to have lifted all the boxes off the top of them to
2: put the body inside. Um, With the successful natural world uh, role, as you get in here, um, you, you know, uh, uh, Gussie, you lean over to George and say, do you smell that? And uh, you know the noises are still—they're muffled now, that past the door—but it's still kind of loud. And he go and you say, George says, "What?" And he said, "You yes, smell. It's like a reptile house." Hmm. Oh, this is
4: this is just like what I smelled in the uh, down. And now
2: that that Gussie points it out. You do smell that undertones like there was something, you know, there was a lot of like oil smelling from the engine room, uh, but now you smell it here that in the cargo area, there is that reptile smell.
4: This is just like the aroma.
2: Giant that, snake. Musky, that musky smell.
0: I'm going to look around and
2: see if there's like an axe on the wall. Fire axe. Um, give me a luck roll. Oh, I used my luck. <laughs> Let's uh, see how I do 50. That's a 6.
0: 56. Uh, yes, I still have 56.
2: Geez. Okay. Yes, there's a fire axe on the wall.
0: All right, I'm going to pull it out because I'm expecting a gigantic snake. There, there doesn't...
4: I didn't happen to... Uh, since I go on safari frequently, I, I didn't pack in my cargo down here a rifle or a shotgun by any chance, did I? Uh,
2: well... You are a hunter, right? You have a a reputation for hunting? Yes, I sure do. So I will let you have a luck roll with a bonus die.
4: Oh, my. All right. First roll is a 45. Well, 45 out of 49 luck. So the first roll without gets it.
2: Uh, Yes. You do have some of your uh, deep storage uh, cargo bay area that does have a rifle in it. All right. Well
4: gussy if we can get there uh i can take out a uh sort of a duffel bag but i have some of my hunting equipment in it i could leave that in it and go about
0: i'll i'll, I'll, I'll watch your back right. no, don't 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 boa constrictors fall from the ceiling and land on there i'm looking around i'm um, from this
4: environment i don't think so but let's be cautious and, and head over that way I believe that's where my, my uh, cases are
0: I saw a picture once in a book with a man wrapped squ- the king squeezing the life out of him
2: alright yes. so you guys head over you find your luggage you're going to start going through it the yes. camera moves we go back to the, uh, to the room with uh, Richard and Catherine um, and you guys are playing cards uh, Catherine, you notice as you guys are playing cards, um, probably it's, uh, it's kind of becoming a little more comfortable for Richard. Uh, but you do see, uh, one of his tentacles, uh, slips out from between his lips. He almost doesn't even notice. And, um, and it kind of curls up and it's like touching his cheek. And as it draws down on his cheek, it scratches him. And now, Richard, you notice that you've accidentally scratched yourself as the tip of your tentacle. It now has a toothy appendage on the end of it, causing you to go, ah, and open your mouth. And as you go, ah, and open your mouth, um, Catherine, you can see, uh, you know, the jawline of the teeth. And you can actually see more teeth starting to sprout up from behind his other teeth. And as he's like twisting, you can see all his three tentacles. Each one has now grown a little tooth out of the end of the tentacle. Oh my god. And as he as he's moving his mouth around, going, Oh my god, what's happening? His like his like neck muscles uh uh you know kind of constrict in his mouth and um uh, richard squirts out uh a, a, about you know a handful of this black ink and it just it just spills out over his mouth and lips and down across his chest both of you please make up the sand roll i
3: pass that one
2: <laughs> you will lose uh one
1: insanely i rolled a 68
2: for a 68 oh well success uh roll a d2 but as a pass (laughs) it's a d2 you are the victim uh you also notice on your pinky now um uh you're not moving your pinky finger very much anymore and the skin that's around it it's actually kind of starting to peel and slough off, almost like a like a banana skin kind of falling off, and you can see more uh, granite down uh, the length of your finger. So it's your finger is now turning more and more into stone. Oh,
3: oh Richard, you, uh, please, you have to try some of that that other liquid, the blue one. Uh, this is yeah. this is progressing horribly.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I was hoping it would get better, but it's getting worse. Is, uh, I think- I think I, I yeah. This, this, this um, paroxysm
3: has to compel you to action. Here, please
1: take this. Uh, what, maybe a, what a thimble full instead of I, a pinky. Yes, that that, that seems think,
3: reasonable enough at first. Uh, uh-huh.
2: Okay. So I take a, um,
1: I take maybe so it was about four inches. I take about a quarter of the, of the Okay.
2: Glue. All right. Um. <laughs> so you take it. You feel like a like a numbing sensation going down your throat. Um, and give me a pow roll, please. I'm seventy.
1: Seventy-one.
2: So you failed your pal. Two, I did. Do you want to fail it, or I do you want to spend two. luck? You can spend luck.
1: I will, I will spend two luck just to make it, just because it's so close.
2: Okay, excellent. Um, yeah. So you felt a, you felt as if you were um, uh, getting a little dizzy, uh, but you kind of, you know pulled from within and uh you're able to kind of push that dizziness aside um the the numbness uh it was almost like a almost like a a whiskey kind of numbness uh the numbness passes fairly quickly but um you feel no different oh In your frustrations of not feeling any different, another squirt of ink kind of comes out from under your, you know, that little space under your tongue. There's now like a little tubular tube that's developed under the under your tongue, and it's it's periodically regurgitating ink, and it kind of burbles out of your mouth and lips and flows over your chin and under your shirt. Catherine, look, so you should
1: see this. <coughs> oh, but I, I, oh, I can't leave you here. Uh, what if it
3: goes down your throat? And you start drowning on it. Someone, oh, someone has to be here with you. This is oh, this is oh, this is dreadful. I, my oh, poor, poor Richard. What, with uh, just such such a little bit of that stuff doing
1: such horrors. Uh, there's, there's, there's more coming. I feel.
3: Well, let's move you. Let's move you to the bathroom. Come on.
1: I, yeah, I, Richard, I, you I, you don't
2: feel good.
1: Oh, uh, maybe uh, leave me inside here alone. Just for okay, a little I'll, dignity. Please just a little dignity catherine
3: yes i'll 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 wait in the in the main room
2: okay catherine so you're gonna just wait in the other room or what do you want to do uh
3: i'm i'm waiting outside but I, i occasionally still like lean to like to peer at
2: him okay uh richard do you shut the door
1: yeah i shut the door
2: okay so yeah he he has shut the door for privacy for privacy
1: there is there is no way uh there's no window in here to get out right correct all right because like you know i'm i'm not broken yet which means i'm thinking of going overboard before it gets worse
2: Oh Catherine, uh yeah, he's got the door shut. Uh Richard, you're in there and um yeah, you have um uh, involuntarily uh swallowed some of that ink. That's been kind of, you know, pumping out from underneath your tongue, and uh, and you can feel um, it has a strange taste and effect as it's going down your esophagus.
1: Well, I'm gonna, you know, I, I I'm gonna start trying to flush myself with water. Does does water go down okay?
2: water does go down okay and uh, it seems to be kind of helping to flush things through and um, and you feel butterflies in your stomach. That's probably a good place to bring this to a close as you're having issues with your uh, tummy.
0: I'm sorry, I was muted. I just said it was disgusting. <laughs> no. Our players included Stuart Lively, David Gassaway, Morgan Llewellyn, and myself, with John Hook as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where we, where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games and learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good gaming.